Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Good morning. Uh, December 27th, Sunday after Christmas. Um, Praise God on this day. Pray that you are well today. Amen. Um, someone said, well, that doesn't seem good enough. Pray that I'm blessed and highly favored. Um, but I know that my Bible says, tell the righteous all shall be well. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. So there's a power in being well. Um, I know blessed and highly favored sounds more elaborate. But you know what? Some people just need to be well. <laughs> they need to be well in their bodies, well in their mind, well in their spirit, well in their soul. Amen. That's why there's a song that says, it is well with my soul. Amen. Yes. Um, and so uh, I'm praying that you're well this morning. Amen. Um, declare to the righteous that all shall be well. And so I'm praying that, declaring that, believing that on this Sunday morning. Uh, Sunday after Christmas, I'm going to, amen, endeavor to do something different today, amen. Um, I'm not going to tell you what that is, but praise God. Um, uh, I'm going to ask you to turn with me to Matthew uh, chapter 1, um, and we're going to look at a couple of verses there, and it speaks about the birth of Jesus Christ, amen, and we just celebrated Christmas. Uh, people are still celebrating Christmas. And it's all about the birth of the Savior. Amen. Um, and I just wanted to look at a couple of verses and then it speaks about that and then speak on these verses in the way the Lord is leading on this morning. And so let's look at Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. And we'll read down to verse 21. So let's look at it together. King James Version I'm reading from. It says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when, as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, Thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Amen. Amen. Let's pray together over the word of God. Father, we bless you and we yeah, thank you for Father. the word that was just read into our hearing. We're praying now, God, that you will implant the word deeply in our hearts. Yeah, Father, Father, bless us to hear your voice with a clarity that we've never had before. Yeah, and Father yeah, God, yeah. give us an understanding, oh God. Father, you said, oh God, that with all our wisdom, we should get understanding. And so, Father, we're praying for understanding yeah, today. Father. Enlighten our eyes, cause us to see. And Father, we thank you, O oh God, for the revelation that you shall give us that shall bring us closer to you yes. and make us more like Jesus. Father, I ask that you have your way in the lives of your people, that you have your way with me. Yes. And, that all, and that through it all, God, that you and you alone will be elevated, exalted, magnified, and glorified. Father, we thank you right now. We call it done by faith. Yes. And we give you the praise in Jesus' in name. Jesus name. Amen. 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 
Um, so we just read Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 to 21. And our title today is Saved from Our Sins. Saved from Our Sins. And I want to start by dealing with Joseph here. Um, because Joseph, as we know, um, was thinking about ending his engagement to Mary. Mm -hmm. He was thinking about ending the relationship. And we know he was thinking this because he was engaged to Mary. They had, yet, they had not yet come together as husband and wife. And yet Mary turns up with child, yeah. expecting child. Mm -hmm. She was pregnant. And Joseph knew it wasn't his baby. And she told him this improbable story that she was uh, with child by the Holy Ghost. Yes. And Joseph was like, okay. And he decided that, well, he didn't decide, but he was thinking, if the scriptures tell us, that he was thinking that he wanted to very quietly and very discreetly end this relationship. Glory mm -hmm. to God. He felt and he believed in his heart that he had been wronged by Mary. That's what he believed. Yeah. And he had reason to believe that. And yet and still, we see something in Joseph. We see a level of integrity about him. That even though he believed that Mary may have done him wrong, he still wanted to do things right. Yeah. So even though he was going to end the relationship, he wanted to do it the right way. He didn't want to make her a public example. He didn't want to drag her name through the street. He didn't want to besmirch her reputation. He wanted to do it privately. He wanted to do it secretly. He wanted to do it with some dignity. Would to God that we, when we are aggrieved by other people, yes. maintain our integrity. Too often when we have people do things wrong to us, we want to get them back in like manner. We want to blast them on social media. We want to, you know, talk to them behind their back yes. to so many people and just, you know, um, you know, <laughs> just have at it, right? We want to, sometimes we allow our emotion and the fact that we're hurt and the fact that we are let down or that we feel betrayed to drive us into our actions and we don't maintain any kind of godly yeah. integrity. Yeah. What to God that would change, that when, when, when we're done wrong, that we don't respond in like fashion. Yeah. Or sometimes even worse. Right? And make a bad situation worse. Joseph had that kind of integrity. But he was thinking about it. He was thinking about it. Mm -hmm. I need to end this relationship. Yeah, he wanted to do it the right way. But he was yet thinking, Mary and me are done. <laughs> right? Why? Because this, at this time in particular, was a shameful thing. Right? Mm -hmm. You're engaged. You know, you, 
She's supposed to save herself for her husband, and then here she is showing up pregnant, and she's telling the story that God did it, right? And so it's a shameful thing, and it's a shameful thing not just for Mary, but for Joseph, yeah. and for Mary's family, and for Joseph's family. And that's one of the things that we have to understand sometimes, too, about our own actions. Our own actions, the consequences of them don't remain solely with us. Yes. That, that the consequences of what we do touch those around us. You know, what you do, young man, out there when you're hanging out on the street touches your mom and your dad and your grandmom and your sisters, right? What, what we do affects other people around yes. us. And so yeah. whenever we make decisions, we shouldn't think that I'm my own person or I'm a grown blank man, I'm a grown blank woman. It's not about that. It's about the fact that what you do affects other people yes. around you. Amen. And so we need to make our decisions with that in mind. It's not just about us. And so Joseph knew this was affecting me. I, I don't know this whole story about God did it that Mary's telling me, but all I know is this. She has brought you know, ill repute, not only to yes. herself, but to me and to my family and, and, and to her family. This runs deep. And so yes. he's thinking about this and he's pondering this stuff in his mind. And it says in verse 20 that while he thought on these things, glory to God, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared. And I just love that because you know, I don't know about you, but there's been so many times I've had things rolling over in my mind. Have you ever had things rolling over in your mind? You're thinking about things. You have a decision that you have to make. Something is bothering you. Something is perplexing you. It's keeping you up at night. You, you, you can't even seem to think straight. You can't focus during the day. You, 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 your joy is lost. The spring is out of your step because something's just hanging on you and it's, yeah. and it's, and it's heavy. And, 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 and you're getting to a place where you feel you have to make a decision. It's not a pleasant one. And, and, and you know, you're just troubled in your mind. You have a turbulence in your spirit. And, and, and that's where Joseph was. And, and the scripture says that while he was in this place, the Lord appeared. Praise God for that. That we have a God who in the middle of our stuff, he don't let him go AWOL. He shows up. He doesn't always show up. As this song says, he may not, you know, come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. He may not come the way you want him either, but the Lord will show up. Yes. Because the Lord cares about us. And I know there's been times for me personally, and I believe you can say the same thing if you think about it, that there were times when you were in the midst of a thing. We can just call it that. You were in the midst of a thing. And, and you were just about to throw in the towel. You done had enough. You were about to say, okay, that's it. Just like he was about to do with yeah. Mary. You were about to say, that's it. I'm leaving this man. I'm leaving this woman. I'm leaving this church. I'm leaving this job. That's it. I had enough. I had enough of my family. I had enough. You were ready to just throw in the towel. And then the Lord appeared. Yeah. And then he spoke something to your heart that just gave you a different perspective. He spoke something to your heart that, that, that you know, a, a beam of light into that darkness, right? He just showed you something. He gave you revelation. He gave you inspiration. He gave you some encouragement. And next thing you know, you're, you're, you're on a different path than you were about to be on. 
And see, that's a wonderful thing about our God. The, the Bible says he's a very present help yeah. in trouble. Amen. He's not AWOL the minute we get in trouble. It may feel that way, but we need to know what what's true. Amen. And what's true is God, our God, is a very present help in trouble. And so if you feel troubled in your spirit today, maybe you don't feel like God is there. Because we all have that sometimes. We don't feel like God is there. But the word tells us, and the word is true, that he is very present. Yes. Amen. And even yeah. if we keep reading it, uh, in this uh, passage of scripture, we didn't even get there. And we're not going to touch on it really today. But in verse 23, it talks about you shall call his name Emmanuel, which being translated is God with us. Amen. God is with us. Amen. And so Joseph was thinking on these things. And the angel, the Lord, appeared to him in a dream and then spoke immediately to his fears. Mm -hmm. Told him, Joseph, fear not. Right? First thing he wants to tell him, fear not, Joseph, to take unto thee Mary, thy wife. Then he says this, but that which is conceived of her is of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Again, Joseph wanted to break off the marriage and and, and and God came and spoke right to the heart of the issue. I think that's sometimes why we don't understand God. Because God speaks right to the heart of the matter. Uh, you know, I, I, I found that, that direct answers startle people. <laughs> people expect you to make excuses. People expect you to give them a story. People expect you to be politically correct. People expect you to beat around the bush somewhere. People expect you to get to the point, you know, eventually. But 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 see, God speaks directly. And I find yeah. that sometimes direct communication startle people, right? When 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 somebody asks you, can you help me move this Saturday? And you just simply go, no, I got something else to do. <laughs> that will startle them because they expect you to make an excuse. They expect you to say, I'll check my calendar. They're, they're, okay, I'll be there. But I have something else that might come up, so I'll let you know. You know, they, you know, you, you kind of expect that. But when someone just simply says to you, "No, I have something else to do," you don't quite know what to respond to. Why? Because this is a direct answer, yes. and, and, and and so God speaks directly, and and when He shows up, He spoke directly to Joseph's fears, and when God shows up to us, He speaks directly to our fears. But I think sometimes we're startled by the directness, and so we don't quite compute and comprehend what it is that he's saying. That's true. But God does show up, amen? And he spoke directly to Joseph's fears, and he said, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, amen? Mm -hmm. and then he starts to explain, and he says, that which is conceived of her is of the Holy Ghost. And what he's saying there is that the child that is in her womb, that's God's doing, yes. amen? That's God's doing. Right, because it's conceived of the Holy Ghost. That is God's doing. And then he says, and then he says, uh, and she shall bring forth a son. That's Mary's doing, right? And see, you gotta understand that that there's always that dynamic at play in our lives. When God is moving, when God is 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 blessing you the way you want him to or he's doing things in your life you will never be a mere spectator 
there's going to be some things that are God's doing, and then there's going to be some things that are going to be yes. your doing, yeah. right? So God's doing was, he he was responsible for the thing that that was now conceived inside of her. Glory to God for that, because so many of us, you know, we get ideas and, and you know, some people get inventions and some people write books and some people write plays and, and movies and build buildings and, and build businesses and build ministries and all the rest of this stuff. And, and they talk about their vision, their inspiration, their this, their that, but it was God's doing. Amen. Yes, it was amen. God who conceived the thing. It was God who implanted the thing. And every one of us, amen, has something that is God-inspired and God-created that's on the inside of us. You know, those things that you're holding on to right now of what you want to do in the coming year, what you want to do in the coming years, even beyond 2021, you know, a lot of these things are God-inspired. Now, we come up with our own ideas, don't get me wrong, but, 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 but there are some things, those things that you can't seem to shake, even though years and years may have gone by. You know, you can't seem to let hold of them or let them go, you know, that they just keep coming back. God has planted some things in our heart. God has planted some things in our spirit. That's his doing. Yeah. But it's also going to be a part of you and I. If it's going to come forth, mm -hmm. we're going to have to be involved. And so that which is conceived of her was of God. That's God's doing. And she shall bring forth a son. It's interesting what, what the angel told Joseph because he told Joseph that she shall bring forth a son. And he was telling her, he was in a sense, he was saying to Joseph, and these things ain't got nothing to do with you. And what I mean by that, because if you go back in Luke and you see the angel Gabriel, when he, when he talked to Zechariah about his wife, Elizabeth, who was going to bring forth a son, the angel Gabriel said, and she shall bear thee a son. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? He was telling Zechariah, that your wife's going to bear you a son because this is your son. You're the one, amen, who's responsible for the conception. But that's not what the angel said here to, in the dream to Joseph. Yeah. He said, she shall bring forth a son. She's doing it, but she ain't bringing it forth. She ain't bearing it unto you because you ain't, you ain't. <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> got carried away <laughs> because you're not you're not this baby's father right. <laughs> so she's not bringing forth she's not bearing you a son because you're not this baby's father it's, the, it's God's son and she's bringing him forth but you're not totally left out of the picture Joseph because look what he said he said and she shall bring forth a son and thou, now you've got something to do, Joseph. And, and thou, what? Shall call his name Jesus. Yeah. So Joseph was involved, but the Holy Spirit let him know. There's, there's, there's God's doing in terms of the conception. There's Mary's doing in terms of bringing forth what God put inside of her. Not you, Joseph, what God put inside of her. But you're still part of this thing. You shall call his name Jesus. And then he gave, and then he gave the reason why. Mm -hmm. He said, for he shall save his people from their sins. 
And this is what we want to focus on here in the next few minutes, right? He said, the angel said to Joseph in the dream, because the Lord appeared to him in the dream, you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. So Joseph is going to be the one to do it. But he's talking about Jesus here, the angel is. He says, for he shall save his people from their sins. And in my spirit, I hear something in this, for he shall save mm -hmm. uh, his people, for he shall save. It's a, for he and he alone mm -hmm. shall save. How many of you know, there's no other way to salvation than through Jesus. I know yeah. there are other religions and others, but, but, but the word of God, which is true, says he shall save. Yeah. Nobody else, nothing else. You can't save yourself from your sin. I can't save myself from my sin. My wife can't save me. My, my mama, my grandmama, nobody, it yes. doesn't matter, can save you from your yes. sin. The only one who can save us from our sins is Jesus. For he, he and he alone, all praise be unto Jesus. Amen. Because it's only he that can save us from our sins. And so the angel says, for, you know, you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save you from his sins. I like what it says in the book of Acts. In Acts 4 and 12, mm -hmm. it says, talking about the name of Jesus, it says, it's the only name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Yeah. There's no other name. No Amen. Other name. There is no other name. You can call on or someone can call on whoever they want. But if they ain't calling on Jesus and they're trying to get saved from their sins, they're calling on the wrong person. Amen. There's only one name and that name is Jesus. Now look what he tells Joseph. He said, but he shall save his people yes. from their sins. Now, at this time, Joseph understood this as his people, you know, as being the the Israelites, right? Right, because if, if Jesus is born in the lineage of David, he's going to save the Hebrew people, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And that's what this, you know, Joseph understood at the time of this dream. But 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 we know a couple of things, Amen. The angels had, first of all, if you, if, if you know your Bible, you know, going back to the Old Testament, there's always has been God's, God's plan to, to save the world. Yes. Uh, you know, it's always been his plan. Um, even the angels, when they spoke to the shepherds, you know, they were talking about, you know, that they were bringing good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people, mm -hmm. right? For unto you was born this day, in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. But that was good tidings for who? For all people. Yeah. Right? Amen. So, you know, uh, Joseph may understood this as being that Jesus is going to save his people, but we understood something. Jesus came to his own first. Yeah. Right? Right? He came unto his own, and what happened? And his own received him not. Mm -hmm. But as many as received him, whether they were Jew or Gentile, as many as received him, what? To them gave he power to be called the sons of God. And so it was always, you know, Jesus even talked about it when he was talking about him being the good shepherd. He said, other sheep must I bring, right? And yes. they, there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Yeah. So yes, I'm coming to bring my people, the Jewish people, and be a savior unto them. But 
also Jesus is the Savior of the world. That's why John the Baptist, when he saw Jesus walking one day, he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, not just of the Jews, amen. He takes away the sin of the world. And so Jesus, amen, is Savior of all mankind. Glory to God for that, amen. He's the Savior of all mankind, yes. Jews and Gentiles. The wall of partition Paul talked about in Ephesians between Jews and Gentiles, Jesus knocked it down forever. Amen? Yes, amen. And so he, he has come, uh, his name is Jesus, and he shall save his people, but we now know he shall save all people who receive him. Glory yes, to God. Amen. amen. Salvation is available to all, but everybody's not going to get saved. That's right. Amen. Mm -hmm. Salvation is available to all, but everyone's not going to get saved because it's a gift that has to be received. Amen. Yeah. But 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 it's a gift for for everybody. And so watch this. And so he shall save his people, but we now going to we know all people what from their sins. Now it's interesting here. You know, if you if, you don't have to turn necessarily, but I'm going to read real quickly in your hearing. In, in, in Luke chapter 1, when the angel spoke to Mary, angel Gabriel spoke to Mary about this miraculous birth that was going to come. Um, he said in verse 31, Luke 1, And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth the Son, and shall call his name Jesus, and he shall be great, and he shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and yes. he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And then Mary said, How shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. But notice how the angel spoke to Mary about Jesus in terms of him being a king. Mm -hmm. Being a king. Talking about his kingship, about his throne, about his kingdom, there will be no end. But he spoke to, to, to Joseph, who has sin on his mind. Jesus. Right? He spoke to Joseph about Jesus being a savior. Jesus. Right? Because see, Joseph was sitting there going, my wife didn't do right. She out there, no. She, my, you know, Mary sinned. And she brought sin. And, 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 and Joseph knew that, that that sin is a guilty stain that spreads, amen, and yes. that it touches, you know, other generations. God at one point said that he will not, you know, that he will spare not the guilty, right? That, yes. that, that the sins of the father will be unto the children and to the children's children, to the third and fourth generations. The guilty stain that spreads. And so yes. Joseph had this on his mind. And so it's no surprise then that while the angel spoke to Mary, about Jesus as king and ruling and that his kingdom would be no end. Joseph, because sin is on his mind and he's yeah. wracked by sin and he thinks his life is over but glory to God. He thinks his life is over because of sin and he thinks he's got to make a change because of all these mistakes that he's made and that Mary's made that, that God speaks to him in terms of Jesus as savior, yeah. as someone who's yeah. going to take all that away from you. And he says to Joseph, he's going to save his people, but watch this, from their sins. Yeah. And, 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 and that's why we say that, you know, our title is saved from our sins. Because we're not saved, we're saved from them. We're not saved in them. In them. We're, we're, we're no longer in them. And, and, and see, there are some people, that, rather of Hebrews talked about it, that, that we're purged from this sin consciousness when we accept Jesus, that our mind is washed. We allow our mind to be washed by the blood, to be washed by the cleansing yes. water of the word. 
Sin consciousness is no longer part of us. Joseph had a sin consciousness. And so, so where, where, where the angel spoke to Mary about Jesus in terms of kingship, the angel spoke to Joseph about Jesus in terms of Savior. Because Joseph needs to realize that the sin consciousness that you have, that, that, that Jesus is, 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 going to, is going to come and take care of that. Yes. And right now, there are so many people who are saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and not with a mighty burning fire, as they used to say, <laughs> or probably still say, as far as I know, who yet are saved, but they have this sin consciousness. And so in some ways, they're saved in their sin. Yes. They're saved, but they still feel guilty. They're saved, but they still feel condemned about what they did in the past, about what they did last week, last month, last year, five years ago, ten years ago, yes. things that they've done. They're saved. They're on their way to heaven, but they are miserable because they are yet saved in their sin. But that's not what Jesus came to do. Jesus. He came to save us from our sin. Yes, if, I, if I say to you that someone captured a person and took them hostage, and, and, and we say that, 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 that the hero of the day or the authorities came and they rescued that person from their captor, Jesus. you would understand that they took that person away from what was who was holding them that that person now who had control over them at one point no longer has control because they've been saved from that person yes. they've been removed from the custody the control of that person that's how it is with sin that's why Paul says in the book of Romans, sin shall not have dominion over you. Because when we're in Christ Jesus, we are saved from our sins. Yes. We're saved from the power of sin. That sin, you know, is going to come and entice us and we can say, get thee behind me, Satan. We can, we, we're saved from the power. We're saved from the consequences yes. of sin. The wages yes. of sin is death. We're saved from that. But here's the other thing that God wants us to receive on this morning. We're saved from the guilt of sin. Yeah. Joseph was here and he's thinking and he's racked with guilt. What did I do wrong? What did I do that Mary had to do me like that? What did I do that now my name got to be dragged through the street that people going, yeah, yeah, right, uh-huh, your, your wife got pregnant by the Lord, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Why do I have to be in this situation? Why do I have to be here? And he's wrapped with guilt, and, and that's why he wanted to just rip up everything. You know, sometimes you just, you, you just know you made a mistake. You just want to wipe away everything. Yes. You just want to get away. You just want to get far away start over and all the rest of this stuff because you know, man, I, you, you feel guilty. It's a terrible thing to feel guilty. Yes, amen. That's why when people try to make you feel guilty, everything in you, like, resist that. Don't try to make me feel guilty. 
guilt is something man it's 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 a burden it's yes, it's, it's a Jesus. stronghold it's, it's something that wears us down beats us down and keeps us from doing the things that we've been 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 born into the kingdom of God to do and yes. so so Jesus saves us from our sins he saves us from the power of it he saves us from the consequences of it but he also saves us from the guilt associated with it yes. there is therefore now no condemnation to those those who are in Christ Jesus. Who can condemn thee? Who can bring a charge against God's elect? See, these are the things that we have to understand that is part of the salvation that we have. It's a freedom mm. yeah. to go forward guilt-free because of Jesus. And so, so we're saved from our sins. And that's the message that the angel gave to Joseph. Amen. And sin, you know, and let's just say one last thing about the guilt. I want to say this. Guilt is a separator. Yes, it is. If you've ever felt guilty about how you treated someone, chances are good you try to avoid that person. You try yes. to stay away Jesus. from them. Yes. See, you, 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 you'll even avoid eye contact. Amen. You'll avoid eye contact. Uh, you know, Jasmine's dog finally been staying with us. Even animals do it. When they know they do something wrong, they kind of like, they, they put their head down, they try to avoid eye contact. Even animals know when they do something wrong, you know, or when somebody's displeased with them. They don't know. They wanna, and so we want to avoid eye contact. We want to avoid being in the same space with people. And, and, and watch this. This is why that when we sin, when we transgress, the Bible tells us to do what? To confess it. That's it. To go to God. Right? Don't try to hide from him because there's no place to hide. God, David said, where can I go from your presence? Amen? There's nowhere we can go from God. So it's a useless exercise to try to hide from God because we feel guilty because of what we've done. But it just lets you know that guilt is a separator. And that's why God says, listen, when you mess up, don't try the separation thing. You come to me. Yes. You come to me and you confess it. You come to me and you allow me to cleanse you from yes. all unrighteousness. Amen. You come to me and you allow me to strengthen you. But don't play this running away from me thing. Adam tried that. It didn't work. Amen. It didn't work from the beginning and it doesn't work now. I'll find you. Amen. <laughs> Jonah tried that. It didn't work. I found him. Right? It doesn't work. So, so guilt is a separator. But when you know you're saved from your sins, you're taken out of it. It has no more control. It has no more influence. It has nothing. Because the blood of Jesus saves us from our sins. And so, this is what the angels told Joseph. And Joseph obeyed. Amen. He got up uh, out of that dream and he didn't get rid of Mary. He didn't. He didn't break off the engagement. I believe Joseph was, was some kind of relieved, amen. Yes, I yes. believe that Joseph was some kind of relieved. I believe that Joseph was now enlightened. Uh, all those troubled thoughts, he now has some clarity. He had clarity of thought. He had clarity of vision. He now realized that some of the things, glory to God, he realized that some of the things that he'd been thinking about Mary 
were wrong. He saw Mary in a different light. He now didn't see her as someone who was unfaithful. He saw her as someone who must have been of, of a certain spiritual integrity and faithfulness that God chose her among all the other women. And so he had to now start thinking about Mary differently. He saw God moving in her life. You know, whereas before he thought of her as being some unfaithful, you know what? He now looks at her and goes, she's, she's some kind of special, amen? Mm -hmm. And isn't that, a, isn't that something, amen, that, 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 you know, there are times when we misinterpret people. We misinterpret their actions. We misinterpret their words. We misinterpret their motivations. And, 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 and how many times have we misinterpreted something that was really God moving in their life. Mm -hmm. See, Joseph misinterpreted everything about Mary and everything about Mary was God ordained. It was God initiated, amen? There was nothing wrong, but he was thinking all kinds of things about Mary and about what she's done. And I wonder sometimes how many things that, that I've thought and that you've thought about other people that, that because you saw them acting certain way on the surface or you saw them doing certain things and you concluded a certain matter and it's God moving in their life. Mm -hmm. Amen. You, you saw them in a negative light, but now the, you know, God, you know, showed Joseph, no, you don't have to think about Mary in that way. I went to God that he would open all our eyes today so that we can understand. Sometimes God is moving in our life in ways that we don't even understand. Yeah. So you know, if you're looking from the outside in, you don't understand all the time why someone is doing That's a certain right. thing. That's don't right. be so quick to condemn something because you don't understand it Jesus. or because it doesn't comport with what you think needs to happen or is, is something that you think couldn't possibly be the truth. Remember, Joseph thought that, that a certain way about Mary and then the angel opened his eyes and I don't know, brother, you wrong about this. <laughs> you wrong about this. Some of us right now, you think of something about somebody, you're wrong about this. Amen. God is, you don't know, you, you, you done cut somebody off. You ain't talking to them no more. You're wrong Jesus. about this. That's God Jesus. moving in their life. And they, maybe it's not going the way you think it should, it should, but you're not God. Amen. And so, so, amen. Some of us need to back up. Amen. On, on all the things that we know, like we know so much, we know how other people should live, and we know about what they should be doing, and how they should be doing it, and when they should be doing it, and we try to grade their paper, but we're not the ones who are the head of the class, Jesus is the head of the class, he's the only one who judges, amen, and so we need to be careful with this, Amen. because so many of us can get off on the wrong tangent, that's right. But now that, that, that Joseph now was enlightened and he was now guided by the truth, he now was able with just the other night, it was just last night, he was thinking about changing everything. Mm -hmm. It was just last night he was thinking about getting rid of this faithful woman. It was just last night he was thinking about how he going to clear his name. Yeah. It was just last night. And now he wakes up this morning with a whole new outlook on life. Why? Because one of the things he understood, my child, at least the one that I'm going to be able to name, that's going to come forth out of my wife, is going to save people from their sins. Mm -hmm. And so this sin consciousness that he had, it was now washed away. Yeah. 
And I think about it now on this, this, you know, we're two days or so, two days, right? After Christmas and, mm -hmm. you know, excitement for some is, is wearing off or is already worn off, right? The gifts have been opened and the gifts have been shared and perhaps some disappointment is settling in, um, you know, but, but, you know, one of the things that, that especially as a Christian, that we, as Christians, we need to remember that it truly is, it's not as just a saying, but truly the greatest gift of all is ours now and for eternity. Amen. And, and, and that gift is that we're saved from our sins. And see, if you don't know, if you believe that you're saved in your sin, you're going to have a guilt consciousness that's going to, keep, that's going to hold you back, right? Because when a guilty person is not free, not free in their mind, not free in their heart, not free in their spirit. They're not free if they're guilty. If, if, they're, if, they're, if they're guilty and holding on to the wrongs that they've done in the past, right? Then they're not free. You're heaven bound, but you're not free. And salvation is not just about the hereafter, it's about the here and now as well. And 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 and, and being free from guilt allows you to like it just lifts a burden off your shoulders. Yes. It allows you to say, Yeah, I know I did that, but ain't God something? Amen. <laughs> Amen. I know I messed up. I know that I did that. I know I had a guilt stain on me, but ain't God something? That guilty stain has been washed away. Yeah. Ain't he something? And then it allows us to go forward with a drive and a determination to be all that God has has created us to be, to you know, to have our dreams fulfilled, amen, to have our desires fulfilled, because God grants us the desires of our heart, because now we're in line with him, we're not running from him, we're not building, what, fig leaves or whatever to try to hide and stuff, well, you know, we, we are just, we're free. Amen. We're free, we're saved from our sins. And I would to God today that, 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 that we all would just lay a hold of that. Because I believe the devil walks around and he tries to make us feel guilty. He, he, he wants to constantly remind us of what we've done, of where we've come short. And listen, it's one thing to know that those are things you've done. Let a man, let a woman examine herself, but not to do it with a condemnation, but with a... With, with like Joseph, a new lease on life. Yeah. Things gonna get better. He went to bed thinking things couldn't be worse. He woke up thinking things couldn't possibly be better. Amen. And that's how, that's what happens when God appears. And God appeared here to Joseph, but he also appeared to us. And so even though right now it seems like, you know, okay, Christmas, you know, I got my gifts. Maybe I got the stuff I wanted. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I saw the people I wanted to see. Maybe I didn't. You know, but listen, listen. There, there, there's, there's still a reason to hold our head up and not to let it hang down. Amen. Because the bottom line is, really, when you talk about Christmas and the birth of Christ, we've been saved from our sins. And I know sometimes we don't think about that. We don't even want to talk about sin so much. But yet, because we don't really deal with it, it has an influence over us that it has no business having. And it's keeping us, amen, in this, this sin consciousness, this state of like always thinking about what we do wrong. And that leads us to try to live a life of being people pleasers. And yeah. that leads us to a cycle that is doomed for failure.
failure. Because if you just, it's like being on a hamster wheel. You just trying to please your mama. You just trying to please your, your husband. You just trying to please your boss. You just try, because, right? Because if you don't do something, you feel guilty. You know? yes. See, but when you know, you say from your sins, you know, listen, I'm saved from my sins. So first of all, I'm free to go out there and do what God has birthed me to do. But even if I mess up, I, I didn't come at it from the wrong place. And if I mess up, I still am at that place where I know it's going to be all yes. right. Amen. 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 Joseph was freed from his negative thoughts, right? Amen. Joseph was freed from his guilty thoughts. Joseph was freed from his accusatory thoughts. Because I believe yes. he had some accusatory thoughts in him too. Amen. He was, he was freed from his thoughts of condemna condemnation and despair. Mm. And he realized something. That life as he saw it. Right? He saw it as being over. That it wasn't mm -hmm. that way. That really it was only just beginning. And it was a new life. It was an exciting life. That would change the world forever. And he was going to have a part in it. Yeah. And that sense of a new beginning, I think, is ours every day. And so I believe God just wants to breathe a fresh wind in our soul because he understands that, you know, it's sort of like, you know, you it's these days after Christmas sometimes are a bit anticlimactic, right? <laughs> and we kind of go down into but he wants to breathe a fresh wind in our soul and realize, listen, don't 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 miss out on, on the fact that when my son was born in this earth. He freed people Amen. from their sins. Amen. Amen. And when you get right down to it, having your slate wiped clean, clean, having a new lease on life every single day, being in a place where your mistakes, glory to God, do not condemn you. Amen. Do not. You know, put the nail in the coffin. They do not tell your final story. Just allows you to always have a continual fresh wind in your soul. Yeah. And to keep going forward, amen, despite the mistakes you have. In other words, those things no longer control you because yeah. you've been freed from them. You've been freed from that kind of consciousness. Amen. And so God just wants to encourage us today. And I pray you're encouraged, amen, and that, listen... You know, um, we're free. We're saved from our sins, Amen. amen. And, and and we're 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 able to overcome our mistakes. We're over to overcome our our, our our missteps and our transgressions. Those things that we've done purposely. Those things we've done mistakenly. Those mm -hmm. things we've done knowingly. Those done things we've done ignorantly. And know that you know what, I'm gonna be all right. <laughs> amen. Amen. And I think it's it's a it's an amazing thing. It comes back to what I said at the top, and I even know now that I hope you're well this morning. Amen. It just comes back. And you're gonna be all right. Amen. You're gonna be all right. Why? Because because we have this Savior that was born in the earth, and we just celebrated his birthday. But we need to always keep in mind as well the lasting effects, the eternal effects of his birth and our receiving of him as Savior. Amen. 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 So I just pray this morning, amen, that you'll be encouraged. Amen. You know, if you've made your mistakes or, you know, sometimes the holidays come the time where you start contemplating and thinking about your life and mm -hmm. the things you've mm -hmm. done and the things you haven't done and where you should have been by now. Yeah. People think that I should have been here by now. 
Well, I don't know about all that. Maybe you're exactly where you're supposed to be at this time because God is you know, still doing some work on you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. There's no condemnation. Amen. And if you've done some, some things that are wrong, you've made some wrong turns, it's okay. All shall be well. Tell the righteous all shall be well. And just know that whatever mistakes you've made and if there's any sin associated with it, you're saved from that. Amen. Amen. Just Praise saved from that. And you have a new lease on life. Not just today, but every day. Amen. Not just on Christmas, but every single day. And go forward and let that be a fresh one in your soul. Amen. Amen. Praise Lord, and let's pray today. Father, we glorify your yes, name. Father. And we just thank, thank you, God. Hallelujah. That unto us is born a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Yes, he Father. has saved us from our sins. Glory to God. We are no longer in the muck and mire, oh God, but Father, you have set us up upon a rock, oh God, and Father God, you have cleansed us, you have washed us, you yes. have freed us from a sin consciousness. God, we pray now that we will go forward, oh God, with this new lease on life, with yes. eyes that have been enlightened, oh God, with a fresh step in our spirit and in our soul. And Father, knowing that, God, that the best is yet to come. Yes, Father, Father, like Joseph, someone went to bed last night, or even woke up on this morning, oh God, thinking that it was over, that they needed to just rip up things and start over, that yes. life was... Uh, no longer worth living even, oh God. But Father, I'm praying on today, God, that you will touch them with a revelation, oh God, that they have been saved, that they have yes, been Father, redeemed you, by the Lord Jesus Christ. And Father God, just as Joseph uh, woke up the next morning with a new lease on life, that Father God, that you will give all who are uh, downtrodden in their spirit a new lease on life, a yes, new perspective. Father, thank you. Let them know that they are saved from their sins. Father, we just thank you right now for saving us. We thank you, oh God, for the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, God, for all the the uh, demonstrations of faithfulness yes. uh, throughout this most trying year. And Father, we're believing by faith in the Son of God that the best is yet to come. And so, Father, we continue to lift up our eyes into the hills from whence cometh our help because we know, God, our help comes from the Lord. Thank and Father, you. we bless you and we thank you for it. Encourage those who are discouraged today, yes. oh God. Lift up their spirits, oh God. Hallelujah. And Father, I just thank you for being our very present help. To you we give all praise and all glory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Amen. So we praise God. Um, with Jesus, amen. Amen. And that we're saved from our sins. And praise God for the story of Joseph. And I praise God for the honesty of the Bible. You know, yes. to reveal unto us that, yeah, you know, when when we see Joseph thinking certain things, you go, you know what? I've kind of been like that too. You know, when I think about things that people have done to me. But um, praise God that we can find inspiration from Him as well in that. Just as his life wasn't over, your life isn't over either. No matter how bad things may look, amen, because we have a Savior, and his name is Jesus. Amen. So God bless you. We'll see you next time. Prayerfully, we'll see you on Wednesday. Amen. Enjoy the rest of your day, and keep praying.